What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Tabletop. I'm your number one DM, Jeff Lunter. And I'm your favorite DM, Kayla. I thought I... Do I do... Do I do forever DM? Whatever you're feeling this week, spicy. Okay, we mix it up. We're mixing it up every time. (laughs) We're mixing it up. Third episode. Well, I guess we shouldn't date it. But yeah, things are fucking crazy in the world. And you know what's great? We have one consistent thing, and it's pillow forts. Everyone needs to go ahead. When you start a podcast, if you're not a professional, you're not a professional until you grab like 12 blankets, 12 pillows, and you'll be in like completely cover yourself. And 12 is the magic number for sure. Yeah, today. It's the, it's the magic number. It should be three. Three is the magic number. Three? If I was big enough on Twitter, I would post a picture of me um, in my fort right now. Oh, actually. You're really, you're really dating yourself right I'm now? I'm so it's sorry. X. It's X now. Yeah, it's X. <laughs> Fuck, I, so, it's so ugly. It really it is. It is the most ugly thing, and that's why I haven't used Twitter in so long. Now Reddit is my... Is my godsend. I didn't use Twitter before, but I'm definitely not using it now. I'm sorry. Yeah, no one can because it's not Twitter. You know what would be really funny? And I feel like, okay, this isn't podcast related, but whatever. Uh, The fact that Elon Musk is fucking up so bad. I feel like he doesn't understand coding at all. I think he's going to literally lose the name Twitter. Like lose all rights to it. And someone's just going to swoop in and take it because he's fucking stupid. And I oh, want yeah. it to happen. He's so literally going to hand it off to a female CEO. And then when it fails, he can blame it on her. Oh, yeah, of course. But yeah, welcome to Tales from the Tabletop, where we take all the best stories that we can find on Reddit and uh, hopefully from you guys soon. Very soon. I, I set everything up. We have a Gmail account now. Yes, it's not the most official. official, but it's it's something. You want to say what the uh, Gmail account is? We'll say it again at the end of the episode. Yeah, but. it is Tales from the Tabletop Pod at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, please don't sign us up to any mailing lists. Uh, I already have junk mail. So yeah, we have like seven junk mail emails, which is ridiculous. And I made it like yesterday. This is what happens when you're the one that sets things up. Listen, it's okay. <laughs> it, it kind of reflects our DMing skills too. Yeah, I'm the fun one. We're in a very transitionary period in our D&D group. It's crazy. We're going from like one system to another. We're no longer using the actual D&D system, which is going to be wild. I mean, I had homework for the first time in a long time for our D&D session and it's been it's been fucking me like let's be for real it's been fucking me I am a no prep kind of gal I just show up I'd like I've shown Jeff my book sometimes there's nothing in there I don't even give the enemies hit points bro you're just like eh, it sounds like they should die just when now. it fucking feels right Jeff was like Kayla how do you make it so perfect like thematically when the like monster dies and I'm like because it's part of the story (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense in the story so therefore he's dead that's how it goes he's Mm -hmm. dead now he should be dead now i love getting all close to the mic and being like so how do you do it drives him crazy you really just like drove what is the the thing is it mesothelioma where people (laughs) mesothelioma (laughs) what what is is the thing where people are super sensitive ears and they love asmr it's like a uh Oh, wait, mesothelioma is when you breathe in too many, too many things in the coal mine. I'm mixing it up. Holy shit, dude. Have you or a loved one been affected by mesothelioma? 
That's the theme of the next campaign. Is just like Fuck. you guys are slowly being killed by the toxins of Chicago. That's crazy. And you all have mesothelioma, by the way. Sorry. Anyway, you have a story for us, Jeff? Yeah, I guess we have some stories. You know what? As all podcasts say, let's get into it. So this is a fun little story over on RPG Horror Stories uh, by user Falusium, which is with a P-H-A-L-L-U-I-S-A-M. Yeah, you definitely uh, said wonderful. that right. Yep, Falusium, I think. Uh, and this one is titled, DM crosses boundaries by forcing my character's sexuality through drunken RP. Hmm. I love when I have to take a breath for the title. It is just... <laughs> A very good feeling. It's like those webtoons or those new animes coming out that's like, I became the boss at level 9,000, but little did I know I was going to reincarnate as my mother's childhood best friend. And that's the title and, and they had to fit it all on one episode. fucking... And that's the first episode. No, it's literally like the titles of anime now, because isn't there like one that they talk about like my life or I was a dungeon boss and now I'm a slime or some shit? I don't remember. Yeah. And then there's that vending machine one. Anyway. <laughs> There's a vending machine anime? Oh my god, yeah. It is not good. It's it's good, but it's bad. Do they live in a vending machine? He becomes a vending machine, and it's about him being like an, an RPG fantasy vending machine. I feel so used. A while back, I joined a new D&D group, which seemed to be very well written and engaging. Not Kayla's campaign. What? Uh, so, <laughs> so I was excited for the immersive storytelling. Our dungeon master, whom I'll refer to as Jake, initially seemed like a cool and creative person. Little did I know, things were about to take an uncomfortable turn. Oh, good. Like, it's a nice setup. They know how to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, things were about to go bad. That's how all good start stories start. Yeah, it's like it wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Um, during one particular session, our characters found themselves in a rowdy tavern. Jake had introduced a drinking mechanic where our characters' actions would be influenced by their level of inebriation. The more we drank, the more outlandish the results. This sounded like a fun idea at first, but it soon became problematic. Okay. Deciding... Oh my... Okay. <laughs> I'm already pissed off because like... I like the role play aesthetics being controlled by the player. And then if I like, I think I have too much trust in you guys because I feel like you guys just do a very good job where I tell you your role and you guys like, like I tell you whether you succeed or fail by how much and you guys are very understanding of how you should role play that failure. But being the guy who's like, no, you have to act this way is so weird to me. It makes me, it, it gives me the ick. Anytime the DM takes full control, it has to be very like, in my opinion, tastefully done because it's like D&D's collaborative and you taking away someone's story beats feels kind of whack, you know? Like, yeah, we're, we're God or whatever, but anytime control is taken away, it has to be done very tactfully. As the night went on, my character, a swashbuckling rogue named Finn, Flynn, had imbebbed Quite a bit. Imbibed. Imbibed? <laughs> Hang on, let me look this up. I'm looking it up. This is podcasting 101. I love the TikTok. Imbibed, past tense. Drink alcohol. They're imbibing for too many pitchers of beer. This dude's a fucking author. This dude's a DM himself. Wow. We're a fucking writer. <laughs> we're Fuck. so stupid. We're so dumb. <laughs> All these real professional writer DMs, and we're just sitting here like, is it in bibs? <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like I know how to fucking read? You can't be bad at math and reading. All right. That's when Jake. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> That's when Jake announced, with an unsettling smirk on his face, that I would need to roll a dice to determine my character's sexual orientation. According to him, everyone is gay if they're drunk enough. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is gay if they're drunk enough. No. Anyways, God. Hearing that at the table would just, it'd be like a fucking chill going up my spine. Just like, ugh. Just like, it's just a nasty. I think I would laugh at first and then I'd be like, oh, you're serious. <laughs> yeah, good good joke. Oh, oh. haha, good one. Uh, what? I always talk about this with other groups too. Like, it is so important to fill out the consent form before playing the game and also having a session zero to discuss consent and situations like that. Because I could see that going like that scenario going well with the right group of people who kind of, you know, were jokey jokey about it or whatever, you know, I, I love the idea of that consent form. I stole that idea from you, literally stole the the thing from you the file from you and sent it to everyone with this campaign we're starting up because it's like modern day and you're like, you don't know what people are comfortable with because like fantasy stuff, like, I don't know. It, it's different when it's fantasy and in, like it being like a modern day real setting, like you're a real in like real Chicago and it's like, uh oh, yeah, some things don't and you, fly. You don't know. You don't know how people are going to react until you get in there. That's why I say even with like, we have been playing the game for like three years mm. now, and it is so, so important to continually revisit the conversation of consent around exactly. things. You know, you never know how somebody's going to react. Yeah, like I learned a lot from these consent forums. I'm like, oh, shit. OK, good thing I avoided that. Like, But it could have come up and I would have had no idea. Yeah. And that's that's an uncomfortable conversation that we could have had it, it like a consent form doesn't stop thing like uncomfortable situations from happening but it gives everybody the tools to navigate it within each other and i i like the idea of just you submit your consent form and the dm keeps it private to themselves mm -hmm. yeah, you know exactly but forcing players into a situation like this is like whack without previous like conversation you know mm -hmm. i was taken aback by the sudden twist and the discomfort settled in quickly I expressed my concerns about this forced role, explaining to Jake that it crossed a personal boundary. I had never intended for Flynn to be anything other than heterosexual, and I didn't appreciate my character's identity being dictated by a random roll of the dice. Some people like that. Some people don't. No. Like, you don't decide my character. If you're deciding things for player characters, that's you've crossed the line. Yeah, like, like you said, it's one thing like I cast a spell on you and your mind controlled to want to kill your friends. It's another thing to be like, no, your character is this now. But Jake was having none of it. He dismissed my objections, claiming it would add excitement and intrigue to the game. He even encouraged me to embrace this newfound aspect of Flynn's character. However, I couldn't shake the feeling that my agency as a player was being stripped away and my character was being molded against my will, which is exactly what is happening. Mm -hmm. The situation worsened when Jake started targeting other players as well. He would wait until one of us had consumed enough drinks in-game before subjecting them to the same role, leading to a forced narrative that made us all uncomfortable. It felt like a violation of our trust and a disregard for our personal boundaries. Feeling trapped and frustrated, I made the difficult decision to leave the group. 
It was disheartening to abandon the potential for a thrilling campaign, but I couldn't continue subjecting myself to this uncomfortable situation. RPGs should be about collaborative storytelling, not about imposing personal beliefs or desires onto unwilling participants. Yes, 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 100%. Your beliefs do not, do not come into the table. I literally played a first edition campaign with a cop that made everything about law, and I was like, this is a bad story. <laughs> this is i don't come here to play fucking cops the board game i came here to play D in a fantasy world and escape the reality but whatever i share this story as a cautionary tale to fellow players in dungeons masters why did i say it like that in dungeon masters consent and respect are paramount in any rpg experience as a dm it's important to establish clear boundaries and le- listen to your players concerns Forcing someone's sexuality, especially in a casual and non-consensual matter, is neither respectful nor acceptable. Yeah, basically everything we were saying. Yeah. Fucking awful. It, it it just seems like good on the player for stepping away because I feel like that was the beginning of something that could have gone way worse. Because you're establishing your baseline respect for people's like autonomy and and whether we like to say it or not people express themselves through their characters Mm -hmm. so that player very much could have been living a certain experience through like the storytelling they were putting into that character and to kind of take that away from them and it just feels icky specifically that it's about sexuality and that'll be for anybody you know exactly i know it just seems particularly icky that they were so enthusiastic to you know it's like you give a mouse a cookie right it's a slippery slope to go down that rabbit hole of like okay well if you're willing to do this and i let it slide what happens when something like that's higher stakes happens yeah, and it's like where do you draw the line like it already shows that it's going to be oh hey this is going to be my campaign and i decide how the story happens no matter what you guys roll and that's just boring That's a terrible mindset to be in as a DM. You need to plan and then complete, like understand that whatever you plan is not going to happen. Yeah. Learn to let go. Learn to let go. I think we talked about this on another episode. Just like learn to let go of what you put into place and stop taking player agency away. Alrighty. The title of my story is it's an Am I the Asshole? Which classic, classic mm-hmm, Reddit thread. Mm-hmm. The answer um, is always am yes. Am I the asshole? <laughs> am I the asshole for kicking a player out of my D and D campaign? Posted by Dasklinami. Okay, is that like also in the long the veins of mesothelioma? Is that like the actual word for it? Or? <laughs> Posted by mesothelioma. So here's how it goes. I recently started a new Dungeons and Dragons campaign for friends. I let them do their characters and there was only one rule, no self-insertions. Reasons were explained and examples given. What does it mean by self-insertions or like their personal? I think in the context of this story, don't get like too attached or take the like actions of the characters personally. Okay. You know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Because like I said, we've all got a little bit of us in everything. Yeah, every single person who plus D D, like you just you're you're just breaking down your own personality 
in your characters. Into little bite-sized pieces. Exactly. Like, this is one <laughs> aspect of my personality and I am doubling down on it. Okay, next character. Single faceted. <laughs> <laughs> I am horny all the time. Okay, well, hard. Anyways. That's why you keep playing uh, barbarians. I don't choose He's, to play barbarians. You just want to be a stupid little guy. I just want to be a stupid angry guy. I'm not angry now, I promise. <laughs> and I have a heart rate monitor. Just like fucking... <laughs> Yeah, on a on a audio medium. Fucking CPAP machine. <laughs> totally okay with using own traits for characters. For example, you're a very shy person. You might find it difficult to portray an outspoken spotlight searching bard. Sarcastic player has a sarcastic character, which is both funny and okay because the rest differs a lot from him. We have a new player, Beth in quotation marks, who sent me a backstory that did not really fit in the world. Uh, and was basically her own life story from the point of from her point of view. Think things like moving a lot, parents divorce, brother on drugs, mental health issues. Also, obvious optical similarities. Oh no! Sounds like all my characters' backstories. Look, okay, look, look, look. That's too much. Like, use one of those. You don't need to use all of them. I get that you're a real person shaped by these real things, but. This isn't therapy, dog. This is a game that we play. <laughs> I, I think specifically with D&D, too, like as much as we want to be good storytellers and really flesh out our arcs, there really isn't enough time to have like a super multifaceted character. Mm -mm. I mean, if you wanted to do that, you wouldn't be playing with a group of people because there's so many people in a campaign. It's not just you. Everybody deserves the spotlight. And it's not like a book where you can just take 600 pages to explore one person, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? I've experienced that most players self-inserting them into their characters have a hard time separating themselves and the character to a degree where if their character fails to do something or suffers from any action, they take it very personally and feel insulted by their DM as the person, not the character. Yeah. Yep. I can see that. Yep, 100%. <laughs> if you put yourself too into the campaign, you're going to be upset. Like, we we preface a lot when we're playing. We we're just like, this is the character. This isn't me. Like, when we did, like, the ending to our last campaign and I was just insulting your character so much to the point where I literally made a burn book of just, like, insults for every player because it was a flighting. So you guys were fucking arguing with each other. And the whole point is like insulting each other. So don't be fooled, dear listener. Jeff really loves ragging on his friends. Yeah, but <laughs> not relevant here. Yeah, but not but... in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I gently reminded her of the no self-insertion rule. She shut me down saying she liked to play, quote, difficult and broken characters unquote oh man and this had nothing to do with her i'm sure it didn't oh man no 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 on to the game constant skill check why do you think i can't do that well you really must hate me you never let me do blah 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 here, uh, her really being mad and crying because an NPC said something weird about her character after she was mean to him and kicked her out of his tavern in addition to a natural one. She snapped at players when character commented on something, calling players all sorts of names because it was a sensitive topic to her. She brought up and was close to tears after another player character politely turned down a flirtation with hers, him being a married adventurer providing for his family. Hmm. 
That that is just that is so much. PC romance is so difficult in general. Yes. yes. It's like a difficult topic to broach. Exactly, because it's like not for me. I date all my friends. Yeah, but... a lot of people have problems <laughs> with it. Like they don't know how to differentiate. There are some people that take it very seriously to the point where it's just they can't. Ah, this hurts so much because I can see this happening. <laughs> I can see this happening. It's like when, like I told you, going back to my first edition campaign when I was like had the cop DM. He was also a cop player. Like he played oh God, a fucking dude. paladin that was just like, you need to do the rules. And even playing the game, he was like, follow the rules. How did you get yourself into that situation? The DM first of the of the GM of the hotel that I worked at was like, you want to play D&D with me? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. And then we started playing, and it was just a bunch of old men that played first edition. I was the youngest you dude there, and I was 24, <laughs> 25, and then the next oldest was like 36. So Oh, yeah, so 20 years ago, I see. And I think, yeah, 20 years, fuck you. Um, so <laughs> I don't need to take this. I took her aside, explained that this behavior was not welcome, and I don't bend dice. She called us mean, rolled her eyes, promising it will be better next time, which it wasn't. We cut the evening short because Beth was crying again because I did not let her do something above her knowledge and she felt like a failure. Nobody had fun. When alone, I told her she obviously can't separate herself from her character. Did not blame her for it. This happens, but she can play her character. That is no obvious. What? You always get the ones with the worst grammar. That can't fucking spell, bro. Yeah, you always choose the worst ones. And then I can't read it. And I think I'm dyslexic, but they're just they're dyslexic, yeah. not me. It's not just a made up <laughs> word that is actually a word that we had to Google. It is just a fucked up spell. No, no, no. Your guy was a fucking poet, dude. Imbibed. <laughs> okay. Did not blame her for it. This happens, but she can play a character that is not obviously her and not allow self-insertion and had less baggage affecting her as a player or leave the campaign. She responded with cussing, so I calmly answered, so leaving the game it is. Okay, saying calmly answering in that way, that is the most snide, shitty way you could ask. I'm sure they were at their fucking edge, though. Let's be real. So leaving it is. (laughs) I felt in the right, but her sister has called me 10 times in the last three days about how terrible I am (laughs) and how I'm mobbing Beth, who's crying about this and being a third party she's been kicked out of. Also, we should suck it up because Beth is going through something. So while I felt in the right in the beginning, I sort of feel bad because her sister keeps telling me how hard Beth takes being thrown out. Am I the asshole for kicking her out? No. Guys, we love you. We love everyone who listens. But D&D is not therapy. <laughs> Do not. If you bring like essences of yourself into a campaign, do not expect your DM to fucking sit down on the couch cushion next to you and hold your hand as you discuss your problems that you forced onto your character that are actually your own problems. I'm sorry, we're not therapists. Some DMs are, which I think a therapist DM would probably be really fucked up. Ugh. That like the idea of that is just like, uh, I don't know. That's gross. Shivers. To me. <laughs> yeah, shivers because you're like, oh, why why would your character do that? It's like, um Yeah, why would they do <clears> that, <throat> Bethany? <laughs> yeah, Beth. You wanna talk about it? I can tell you why, but I want to hear you say Oh my it. God, Jeff. 
<laughs> that's what? That's the that's literally. Are the, you holding a gun welcome. right now? Fuck. I'm glad I could fucking put you guys through that wonderful. T- that, that's what it'll be like if you have a therapist running a D&D Come with session. me into the theater of the mind for a moment. Jeff is holding a gun and he's wearing a yes. Power Rangers onesie. I took. I did it <laughs> during the Power Rangers movie. Anyways, it was one time. It was one time, bro. Definitely not the asshole. I think they did react very... They're kind of lashing out at her with that little comment at the end, I will say. But it's Mm -hmm. like I can very much see them being at the tipping point after being so cordial the whole time. And this person not having a grasp on how to regulate themselves at all. There's only so much you can do as a DM. Like I said, like we can't. Unless you're a licensed therapist, you're not a licensed therapist. Like, fuck off. Exactly. And you need to learn how to self-regulate yourself. And if you can't remove yourself from the situation, obviously things were getting way too heated and they were like doubling down on their actions so that they didn't feel embarrassed. So like Mm -hmm. the doubling down, justifying their actions by doing it again. And it just became like a vicious little snowball rolling down the hill. Oh God, it just hurts. It hurts so bad to hear that. And I'm so sorry for the DM. I'm not sorry for the player. You're not that. I know I preface this by, oh, am I the asshole? Yes, you're always the asshole. But in that case, you know what? You're not. I'll let this one slide. I'll let this one slide. Maybe you're not the asshole. Thank you guys so much for joining us today and listening to our cute little podcast here at Tales from the Tabletop. Um, I, again, am your favorite DM, Kayla. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm the forever number one DM, Jeff. Uh, If you guys, again, want to send us your stories so you can be in our little growing podcast uh, here, please send those stories to talesfromthetabletoppod at gmail.com. That is Tales from the Tabletop Pod at gmail.com. Please don't roast us for it being a Gmail. We're like. Honestly, roast us. <laughs> look. Not, my feelings are so sensitive. <laughs> I have a Y mail fucking email Ew. address. So how do you think I feel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roast Disgusting. me. Disgusting. But, yes. but yeah, thank you guys again. Uh, follow us on the socials. Um, I think I have an X still. I haven't logged in in like. Did three you just weeks, fucking but... say X without hesitating? Yeah, we have to. Oh yes, my god! I, had to. I think I have an X. It's because I'm looking at my phone and I saw the X logo. It's so. Elon Musk ugly. is gonna fucking break down your door if you call it Twitter and choke you to death, bro. Your last name is Musk. You smell fucking terrible. Send him um, to the submarine, okay. dude. Honestly, <laughs> fuck it. My uh Anyways, but yeah. So, thank you guys again appreciate all of you make sure you follow us i guess i'm jfro jffro on uh, x i'm mafra on most uh platforms that's m zero ffra i'm also jfro l on instagram so i got a fat l at the end of it so <laughs> got a fat l, ass but, but yes i got a fat ass and a fat l but thank you guys and remember it may be hard to hold back but you can't always kiss your friends in the fantasy world Some of them are straight. (laughs) Some of them are straight and have really, really in-depth characters that go into what they have problem-wise. So don't, uh, yeah, don't do that. Bye for now.